Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag. And I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right? I mean, no, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th. And it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre... They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality and you're naked and screaming it's like <laughs> follow us for free on apple podcasts and all major podcast platforms for more information go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our instagram or tiktok at chinwagpod or on twitter at chinwag underscore pod 
Strange happenings are occurring in the world of Exandria. Slayed creatures and beasts from days of yore are returning to the land of the living, and it's up to a band of unlikely heroes to re-slay them. Welcome to the Re-Slayer's Take. Join Jasmine Bular, Jasmine Chung, Jasper Cartwright, and Caroline Lux alongside Game Masters Nick Williams and me, George Primavera, in this Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition role-playing adventure through Critical Role's fantasy world of Exandria. But don't worry, you won't need to know the rules to follow this story. All you need to know is that nothing the players do is scripted or planned, and their fates are determined by their own cleverness and the roll of a 20-sided die. So what the heck are you waiting for? Adventure awaits in the Re-Slayer's Take. New episodes drop weekly on Mondays wherever you stream your podcasts. Today I learned that the Crashmore sketch is based on an interview that Billy Bob Thornton did in 2009 on the Studio Q radio show to promote his musical group, The Boxmasters. The Boxmasters principal songwriter, singer, and drummer is a guy named Billy Bob Thornton, whose other job, uh, some of the time, is Oscar-winning screenwriter, actor, and director. While Billy Bob Thornton's name is most often linked to his cinematic endeavors, The Boxmasters is anything but a diversion from the silver screen. He's always intended to make music, and he just got sidetracked. These days, music is a major priority in his life, and it's something he's obviously embracing. Are you reacting to the fact that I said Yeah, I am. I am, since you're instructed not to talk about shit like that yeah i am reacting to that yeah i wasn't instructed to uh, i'm in, i'm instruct i'm not really instructed you guys are here as a band you're performing uh but i well I, the producer was instructed right so but, but somewhere along the way do you want to continue this if we talk about music uh that'd be great okay but i'm but given that you seem to be quite passionate about music i was wondering about your would you say that to tom petty would I say that he's passionate about music? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Can you talk about your musical influences? Because there is an interesting fusion in this on, on this record. Yeah, it's um, a mixture of the British invasion with hillbilly music, something that I know more about than, say, a band who's 20 years old that you wouldn't say that to. Yeah. Uh, I grew up as pretty much a music historian, so... Yeah, hmm. yeah cosmic cowboy music. So I went and found the original, like, full video. Yeah. And so he says that shit at the beginning. And then Billy Bob, essentially, every time he asks him a question, he says, I don't know, for five to ten minutes. Oh. And then he pops. Oh, that makes it even better. Crashmore. Incredible, man. <laughs> Billy Bob Crashmore. Crashmore is just a That's why nobody watches AOL Blast. <laughs> Unprofessional. Like it's, I've seen every cock on the planet. Is, is that, <laughs> you guys seem to got tattoos. Not good. Getting tattoos not good. It's not a good thing. <laughs> That's got to be the best one they've ever done, right? It's a funny show, man. But when I think about it, the combo of the actual Crashmore trailer, yeah, followed by the interview. <laughs> Top the pops. Oh, funny action movie with Santa Claus, and then like we're gonna do the press junket for it. That's so fucking funny, man. <laughs> He's a diva about it. Quintessential prima donna actor. You know what Crashmore really could have used? Hmm. What's that? A sick hat. This idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easily. Kind of rope, you see, and y'all, some 
Welcome to Cinephobe Top 5, a.k.a. CT5. This is the podcast where we literally take selfies all day and compare them to other selfies we've taken of ourselves throughout the years. That's right. We go through the entire Cinephobe universe and call, curate, top five lists Mm -hmm. for different categories. So far, we've done worst dancers. We've done vehicles. Zach had Jeep from Legion as his number one. That's the best pick I've ever had. We've done jobs. We've done weapons. We've done names. We've done best 0% movies, worst 0% movies, deaths, and worst picks that the other ones of us have done. I guess that's the best way to describe that one. And someday, top five CT5s of movies that are on CT5 list, but not for the same scene. Yeah, not for the same one. Yeah, so, m- multiple nominees from the same movie, but not the same scene. But today, as you heard from the cold open, and as you could tell by Maze's chapeau right there, we're doing hats. Also, you saw the fucking title. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, this <laughs> You're not tuning in blind to this one. This ain't radio. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> CT5 hats. What a list. Zach claims this is his greatest CT5 ever. It's the most flawless list I've ever made. You didn't have any conflict or like, oh man, I don't know where. Mm-mm. Everything just fell into place for you. As people know, I've got this notebook. This little notebook here. That's how I've done all my CT5 lists in. It's blurred. It's censored. <laughs> yeah, have you been drawing <laughs> boobs on it? Just vaginas and dicks on the cover there. Just dicks. Bingo. Big letters. I got all kinds of stuff in here. All of our CT5 lists. But this one, this is the page that's going to go down in history. It's blurred, but it's... Oh, look at that. That's the one that's going to go down in history. As, wow, that's awesome. Oh, the most flawless one he's ever done. Wow. How many OLIs? I feel like we have to ask Zach this every time. How many OLIs do you have outside of the two OLIs that we count for the list? Not a lot. Maybe like eight or nine. Oh, that's not bad. I'll say I didn't do a deep dive on this because I went off memory. But once I had the ones that made my list. Memory had a hat? Memory had a hat. Yeah, what about you, Maze? I have 38 OLIs. 38? For you? Yes. All right. I don't want to hear shit about me anymore. Okay. 38. I was trying to jog the memory. To be honest, the ones that came to mind early. I damn sprinted the memory. Those were the ones that I'm attached to. So obviously nothing really jumped up the list, but I tried to find hats Mm -hmm. in movies. Sometimes there's movies with no hats. Sometimes there's movies where everybody's wearing a hat, like a million ways to die in the West, yeah. right? Everybody's got a cowboy hat. That's not as interesting either because how exciting could it possibly be? But there's some hats out there. Well, Maze, you want to kick us off with your OLI number two? OLI number two is going to my man who wears the most different types of hats in a movie. Hmm. Wesley Snipes in Money Train. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's got four... Hats, at least. He's never hatless. Do I have that right? He's never hatless in Money Train. No, he's hatless in Money Train. Because remember we talked about, like, did he not get a haircut? That's why he was wearing a hat the whole time. Do you think he fucked J-Lo with a hat on? Absolutely, a Jimmy hat. No, I don't think that. (laughs) Not the Wesley Snipes I've heard about. (laughs) Woody Harrelson also wears quite a few hats Mm -hmm. in that movie. He's got a real stupid one at one point, I think. Robert Blake gets in the mix with a hat. It's the most different types of hats movie Mm -hmm. wesley also wears quite a few hats in the fan baseball hat and of course he wears 
a hat in Gala Walkers, but he doesn't wear a hat in Passenger 57, Future Sport, or Blade Trinity. Future Sport was the one I like. I thought long and hard, like, there's got to be some futuristic hat in there. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. I was kind of disappointed. Zach, do you want to go next or should I go? Yeah, I can go next. All right. Boys, I'm taking us to the boulevard where you can see <laughs> Moose wearing a bobby hat. Oh, <laughs> yes. I got that, Mark. That's your OLI number two? That's OLI number two. Wow. Yeah, because... I picture that fucking yes bingo face that he's making with his mustache and he's trying to do the accent. Bobby talk. Yeah. The little dance. Yeah. You like to see the quine. Yeah, that's such a great, great look for him. A great hat. And yeah, Bobby hat on moose. That's OLI number two. I should point out Zach has been saying basically since we announced this category that he's been very confident about his list, but his number one is like, oh, I knew it instantly. And so yeah, knew it. as I was making my list, I was wondering which one of them is Zach's number one. Because I feel like there's a lot of crossover. I thought for sure this was a candidate pushing at the top. I feel very confident. The bobby hat narrowly edged out the bike helmet for Moose. <laughs> yeah. OLI number two, Dave Chappelle's half-baked Jamaican hat. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. That's a good one. It is quite big. That's a good one, man. When he goes to Samson Simpson and he's trying to convince him he's from Jamaica and Samson says, what part of Jamaica? He says, if I wasn't Jamaican, would I be wearing this at? At. (laughs) (laughs) Lot of mercy. What a great movie, man. File. Back to me Mm -hmm. for my other OLI. This hat itself is not that remarkable, mm-hmm. but what it does mm. is what puts it over the top <laughs> for me. And that is Stallone's trucker hat that when turned backwards gives him magic oh. powers oh, yes. in order to defeat any challenger. Anybody. Arm wrestling champion once that thing turns backwards. That's how you know it's about to go down. But see, here's what you guys aren't understanding. The science of it all. When the hat is turned backwards, you get 32% less <laughs> drag, making it easier for the arm wrestler mm-hmm. to build up enough power to win the fight. That's true. My OLI number one, barely recognizing when he wore it. It's Bane's driving hat. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't even make the top five, boys. Didn't even make the top five, boys. What? Whoa. Bane driving hat. Because if it was costumes, obviously the trench coat puts it over the top. It's like Chris Pine's assistant. Yeah, she looks fucking hot, but it's the accent that puts it over the top. So it's the trench coat that puts it over the top. I ran into that a couple of times where the hat is just a piece of the outfit. Mm -hmm. Top five outfits will be a different draft. So, yeah. I'm going to be honest, just based off of Zach's two OLIs, I feel like I'm playing in an all-star game and it's like, you know, then eight guys just stand on one side of the court. Let let these guys cook one-on-one over here. (laughs) Dude, I'm like, whoa, this dude clearly came out to win all-star MVP. Those are your OLIs? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm Anthony Davis in New Orleans, right? Like, no, give me 50 tonight. We have the main Bane hat photo that's been circulated quite a bit, but I went and found the black and white photo. (laughs) The black and whites, yeah, man. They come from South America, right? That Batman gets handed to show that they've come into town. Why does it look photoshopped? The hat being on him. <laughs> that was when we discovered, wait a second, because they're not all in Gotham all at the same time. That Air South America playing some fucking Casablanca shit right there. If you look at that background. It is. Casablanca month, baby. <laughs> Top five Casablanca movies. OLI number one for me, and I thought Maze almost spoiled it when he talked about Moose's bike helmet. 
But I'm not talking about Moose's bike helmet. I'm talking about Queen Latifah's bike helmet. I knew that was good. When the opening scene of Taxi. <laughs> I honestly thought this motherfucker might put that number one. I, look, <laughs> because of the reveal, it started. It started there, and then as I compiled the list, I was like, "No, you got to go down, go down." And finally, yeah, out and down for the count. Number five, number five, Miss. My number five. So this is still under dispute, but this hat is responsible for the wearer being in the movie. And that is Kate Beckinsale's lucky hat and tiptoes. Yeah. yeah. We've got the striped beanie and we've got the black chauffeur cap. I'm still not sure which one is the lucky hat. The lucky hat is the striped one. Has to be. Yeah, I thought it was the striped one. The striped one. She's wearing it all the time. I thought we determined that, yeah. Matthew Bright, the director, released the bright cut of tiptoes, said that she was wearing her lucky hat and a producer's wife came in and said she didn't like it. He couldn't tell her to take it off because that's why she's doing the movie for scale. And because he refused to rectify this, they pulled support from him and his crew during production. It's so stupid. She's never pulled this with anyone else? She's not a repeat offender with Lucky Hat. So Lucky Hat, but she only got to act with it on in one movie? Well, maybe after she saw Gary Oldman in the movie, she's like, all right, maybe it's not so lucky. <laughs> Zach, you're number five. I feel trapped in this hat and it makes me scream, you bitches. It's the bee helmet from Wicker oh, Man. No. <laughs> it is the culmination of wow. that movie. They pour bees into it. He is no. stung to shit. He is cursing out these women. You bitches. Uh, you bitches. <laughs> it is one of the greatest Nick Cage freakouts in cinema history. Not just cinephobe history, cinema history. That's pure cinema. It goes on for so long. It goes on for it, a long fucking time. Like, how many minutes is that? How many minutes? How many minutes? How many, how many minutes? I'll never forget that, man. I, I think about that all the time. I mean, number five. My number five. Crazy Legs Beanie from Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> it's got like a little pacifier tied to the end of it. Yeah. Suli McCullough. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a great call, man. That's a great call. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to be a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's my favorite character in that movie. He's fucking great, man. Oh, man. I don't know. Preach is pretty good. Preach is good, but uh, I don't know. I think Crazy Leg's my favorite. Log Dog. <laughs> Cheeseburger, man. Yeah. Hotna. Oh, man. The beanie. I didn't have that. Two Pig still thinks he's in jail. Like, he's looking <laughs> with the. Come on, man. He's shaking the chicken. I thought about Toothpick's beanie too, but I, I just like Crazy Legs because it's like a sock. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it reminded me actually of, of Kate Beckinsale's beanie. Kind of, yeah. My number four is the hat that ignited the idea to do CT5 hats. It's what just came up recently, and that is Elroy's fishing hole team enormous <laughs> velvet trucker hat from Johnny B. Good. It's such a great hat, man. I would buy and wear that hat. That's the first hat on this list that I would wear. Yeah. Straight up. Not to be confused with Grandpa's hat, right? No, not Grandpa's hat. No. <laughs> not that ugly piece of shit. It's the dude with the extremely long, questionably large head. It's huge. That hat is a foot and a half tall. <laughs> that is the Victor Wembanyama of hats. Like, that shit is tall. The side view shows that it's not like the hat is sitting up here. It's not floating. No. 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 It's snugly on. That shit's on him. Snug on his head. Fucking cone head. He's got <laughs> such a big head. Imagine the Pope's hat with, like, a brim, though. Like, a baseball cap brim. But if it was just a trucker hat. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Like, Peyton Manning 
would be swimming in that hat. Zach, <laughs> you're number four. Maze mentioned it. When he turns it around, he becomes a machine, like a truck, oh, yeah. like a truck, truck, truck. But it's over the top. It's Stallone. It's the hat. That plus the thumb squeeze, the wrap around the thumb. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't beat that. Was it a sound effect? Was there music? <laughs> the chimes. Yeah. yeah. It was Toot, toot Steelman. Toot Harmonica. Yeah. yeah. Wind chimes. Man, that hat, that move has stuck with me forever. There was even a brief time where I would arm wrestle with friends and I would make sure I had a hat and then I turned it around because that is one of the most iconic things in 80s action movie history. Rolls into the truck stop and then goes in there and there's a group of people. I love how like everyone knows which truck stop it is where these things go down. Yeah. And, you know, 17,000 trucks drive past that truck stop every single day. These are hardworking blue collar people. Mm-hmm. They want a cup of Joe. They want something heavy in their in their bellies, and they want an ice cold beer. Mm-hmm. My number four, Donald Faison's little paper hat from the deli job he has in Homie Spumoni. <laughs> that did not make my list, but it was the first one off the list. I love a deli hat like that, and I love that it's his, and I love this movie. I love this movie. Those hats always confuse me. I always feel like they're trying to basically bitch out their employees. Mm. Put on this stupid ass hat. Every time I go to In N Out, yeah. Every time like somebody's other burger stand, hot dog stand type West Coast mm-hmm. California thing, they always make them wear these stupid little hats. I never get why they make them do it. It's such a dumb hat, but it works so well for Donald Faison in that movie with the, with the little bow tie and the apron and everything. It makes me want to float it down a river. Yeah, like it's like a little boat. Yeah, like, like a little boat. Or fold it up into a plane and yeah. toss it across the room. Oh my God, I love that hat. Authentic Italian deli has to be paired with some authentic Italian liquor. And that's why we got a sponsorship from Amaretto. Amaretto. From our friends at Amaretto. <laughs> Hey, listener, it's your favorite Butcher Turn podcast producer, Maze, here to talk to you about Butcher Box. A not-so-wise man once said, it's not that hard, just chop, chop. Who knew that he was talking about pork chops from Butcher Box? It's not that hard. It's easy to get high-quality meat and seafood you can trust, delivered right to your doorstep, free shipping always, a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. You get exactly what you need, premium ingredients for your meals to feed your family. I know how it is. You go to the grocery store. You're stressed. You got a lot of food to get. And then you got to wait in line at the butcher counter. Maybe your butcher is a tall man with an attitude. I don't know. I've never experienced that, but maybe it happened to you. That's why I love Butcher Box. You've always got meat in the freezer or in the fridge. You're ready to cook at any time, and you're not going to find such high quality at such low prices anywhere else. So sign up for Butcher Box today by going to butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and use code dings at checkout to enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year, plus $20 off. Again, that is butcherbox.com slash dings, and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S. Chop, chop. Hello, listener. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that we at Cinephobe love our pets. Zach and Boogie are inseparable. I've got two cats and a dog. And Amin is giving his best ass on performance to convince dog owners that he loves their pet. Hey, Noodle. Hey, boy. How you doing? And Noodle is like, yeah, <laughs> Which is why today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. 
Your pet is part of your family and you want the best for them no matter what. But vet bills can really add up. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for your eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Am I the Jerk is a show where we talk about real stories like my stepdad found out that I have a $4 million inheritance and tried to steal it from me when my mom died. Am I the Jerk for how far I took my revenge? Or you might even see a story like this. My mother-in-law photoshopped my wedding photos to change my nose. Am I the Jerk for what I did in response? So Am I the Jerk is the perfect show to put on in the background while you're driving, studying, drawing, or just chilling out. And the best part is you can send in your own stories from your own life to be featured and discussed on the show. Just subscribe to Am I the Jerk and you'll see how to do that there via amithejerk.com slash submit. You can freely share the deepest secrets of your life because you can still remain anonymous when you send in your stories. So either way, subscribe to Am I the Jerk right now before you forget. We'd love to be a part of your daily routine. New episodes every day. Am I the Jerk. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you learn stuff. I've been learning to throw a boomerang, because this is the kind of thing that really gets the listeners engaged, you know. (laughs) Interviews with people who will make you smarter. Does the amount that you learn protect you from cognitive decline? Paula, don't (laughs) forget Can't people just listen to the show? Can't they just enjoy a delightful treehouse full of information? And I think I'm bleeding. (laughs) Join us and be a nobody. Back to me for my number three. This is one of the most referenced hats mm-hmm. in cinephobe history. It's my hat. Yeah. My hat. I refused to write it down. It's my whole lie. My hat. <laughs> and when he loses the hat, he goes hatless the rest of the movie. It's very sad. Stupid fucking movie. Stupid fucking. He's mourning the hat. He doesn't get his hat back? No. No. It's gone. And we got to do a rewatching for that one. No. No, we don't. All right. We'll do it right after After Earth. I'm doing back to back. We'll do a Jupiter Ascending RIPD <laughs> After Earth. The fuck we will. Trilogy. Marathon. A human centipede <laughs> rewatching. <done. laughs> Hi, Brent. <laughs> Zach, number three. 
I think this is the most tragic hat oh. in Cinephobe history. I already know where you're going. Our character dies in it. Yep. It's something that was revealed in the extended version that we did a rewatchington with. Mm -hmm. It is Roscoe's helmet from Lawnmower Man. Oh. Kind of like a little Robocop helmet. Yeah. Action going. Wow. I had a feeling this would come up for Zach. Look, man, it was tough to not make it number one. Film noir. (laughs) What did you think it was? I thought it was what my number three is. Oh. My number three is Apollo Creed's Uncle Sam hat from Rocky IV. Oh, wow. No. That's a really good hat. That's a great hat. I thought for sure when Zach was started talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going, wow, same note, too. Nah, man, it's Roscoe. Even in the non-extended version, Roscoe dies in that helmet. Now, it's not quite as dramatic as what we see in the woods there behind the shed. But look, man, Roscoe was a hero. Roscoe was a victim. Roscoe advanced science in VR and growing brains for bingos and stuff like beyond we could things we could ever <laughs> you think we get amy and conga without roscoe no of course not man roscoe died for fucking the advancement of the human race the uncle sam hat is a great pick i mean that's a great call man yeah the pay-per-views alone through the roof mm-hmm. this man represented for america he brought out james brown one of the greatest fighters ever a showman we always focus so much on like oh rocky he wins and all this but you think about like apollo creed was the unquestioned champ before apollo was the goat let's be honest he got fucking cheated in rocky 2 mm-hmm. and he was towards the end of his career him and his prime versus rocky at any point fucks him up he wins rocky one he's undefeated at that stage rocky two he loses on a split decision rocky does not get to his feet man it's bullshit the bs loss and then rocky three he's the one that saves rocky was washed Mm -hmm. man clubber lane beat his ass Mm -hmm. he comes in saves the day by training rocky bringing him back to the hood to train Mm -hmm. in downtown la get his mind right and all that and at the end remember we never know what happened after the ding, ding. Oh, oh, he beat Rocky's ass, man. You know it. Absolutely. Justice for Apollo. Number two, it's been mentioned. It's on Zach's list. It's Bane's driving hat. <laughs> yeah, that's a good hat. It's a good hat, man. He's wearing a luchador mask, but he says, you know what? No one will notice if I just throw this hat on. You think it's function and not style. This is his low profile. When you look at the black and white photo and you see... Poison Ivy's travel outfit, which is the hood and covering her face and the glasses. A head wrap. Yeah. Let me refer to it again. They're trying to be low profile here. Yeah, she is covering her face. I just figured, you know what I thought it was? When you're walking across an airstrip, literally the tarmac, it's very windy out there. I just figured, like, she's covering her face because it's windy. I didn't realize that there was... No, she's hiding, man. Yeah. Oh, got you. They're on the lam. You can't tell me that hat is actually on his head for this picture. That's photoshopped. They just clipped that in. (laughs) Let me look at it. Zoom in on it, man. That's just photoshopped. It's not photoshopped. It's clip art. Yeah, it's clip art, right? Yes. It's not even a real picture of a hat. No. It's like Charlotte putting the sunglasses on and zoom. Absolutely. (laughs) Zach, number two. So we're going to get a little controversial, but it is what it is. Okay. Mm. Jeep is his number two hat. (laughs) (laughs) He wears many hats at the fucking mechanic shop. Gertie. (laughs) Gertie. I thought about Gertie. <laughs> no, man, these are hats. I don't want any dispute about it. These are hats. It is the wig that John Travolta wears in Swordfish. <laughs> that is a hat, man. Oh, it's got, on, yes, man. it's a hat. It's my list. Nah, it's my list. It's my personal record book. You know what, man? That hat. I give it up to you. Your list has been on fire. This is the first. I feel like you kind of over. Like this feels like an OLI pick. Number two. 
Nah. Is that even his best wig? No, it's not. That's the other thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. It is because Gotti. It's not Gotti, man. Poison Rose. Poison Rose is a good one, but it's not. It's not as good as this because this is an evil one. <laughs> and the trench coat to his driving hat is the soul patch. <laughs> yeah, it completes the look. But go look at that, man. And here's our friends Miriam and Webster hat, a covering for the head, usually having a shaped crown and brim, a distinctive head covering worn as a symbol of office. That is a symbol of being a badass fucking terrorist. It's going on the list, but I think Amin and I have voiced our objections to it. Yeah. It's your list, Zach. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get you a picture of this shit. I know what he looks like, man. I've seen the movie. No, you don't. No, 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 you don't. You think you know this, but you don't know this. I've seen this. Yeah. Look at this shit. Are you kidding me? You think that that's pushed back? That is slicked back. He's a real piece of shit. I'm looking at it. Chicken spaghetti and chickalinis. That motherfucker's doing sloppy steaks. He lives for New Year's Eve. White Ferrari. So here's the thing. It's a wig. Why would they cut it right here, right beneath his ear? It's cut so short. Exactly. There's so many questions. How many questions? How many questions? Are you kidding me? This is a fucking all-time wig. Not a hat, though. Not a hat. It's a hat. Number two. Wigs are hat. And man, let me tell you, it pained me to bump it down to number two. Mm-hmm. It's number one for the longest time. Sylvester Stallone's Drinkenstein hat and rhinestone. <laughs> so that's the exact one where I'm like, this hat is insane. It's got the <laughs> raccoon tails dropping off the back. <laughs> it's batshit. It is not like a cowboy hat. Mm-mm. It's felt. It's got animal pelts on it. And clearly... He's not thrilled to wear it. It's very defeating. As he gets ready to sing, But wiser you created a monster, and they call him Riggenstein. That's a top five outfit for sure. Top five outfit? Yeah, that's a top five outfit. I can't isolate the hat. I can't think of the hat without the outfit. I can't think of the outfit without the song. It all goes together. So that was mm-hmm. that was a tough omission. It was a great hat. I'll give you that. Also, it means first white person oh. on this list. Oh, it's so wide. It's massive. Yeah. It literally goes from shoulder to shoulder. The brim is shoulder width on him. Yeah. And he's got broad shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Stallone. Yeah. My number one. Come on. No suspense. We all know what we're doing here. What's that? Over from the jump. It's Hayden Christensen's tiny fedora from Takers. (laughs) I refuse. I refuse. Idris Elba gently lays it on his chest when he's dead because it's his essence. Once he lost his hat. That means it is no longer for this earth. It angers me so much. If he hadn't been buried with it, would that still be your pick? Yeah. I don't think so. Absolutely. I don't think it is. It was the reason that I wanted to pick Takers because (laughs) I saw him wearing that hat. God damn it. That's so infuriating. And I had so many questions about it. That's a pretty good origin story, man. (laughs) It's a great origin story, but it's very infuriating. The reason (laughs) I would have bought it if it was available, if it wasn't out of stock online, I would have bought the taker's hat. You know, there's love at first sight. And then there's me and Hayden Christensen's tiny fedora. So no brainer. This is why everyone thinks you're a fat guy with a fedora maze. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I mean, for the rhinestone hat, Uh Dolly says, why don't you have this hat sprayed while you're at it? (laughs) Wow. Zach, number one. 
It's the most insane wig I've ever seen. It's Nick Cage in Next. It's the most insane hat we've ever had in cinephobe history. It's the same wig. It's just further back on his head. Yeah, it's pushed back. That, that one's, one's pushed, pushed back. back. It's so far back. It doesn't make any physical sense. The logistics of where this is sitting on his head, it looks like the back half of Darth Vader's helmet. Yes, it does look like that. It looks like Rick Moranis in Spaceballs. Like, it is insane. And then, obviously, it becomes a bird at one point on the internet. It's so distracting. (laughs) Question. Yeah. Is it a wig or is it extensions? No, that's a wig, man. (laughs) That's... You had a shaved head. Yeah. Or you had a bald cap on. Not shaved, but I think it's very trimmed down in that instance. Pushback. Got it. Pushback. Yeah. Well, there you go. So Zach's top two hats are wigs. Yep. Wigs are hats. So I guess the wig list, you're going to pick a hat or what? No, man. I mean, because some wigs didn't make it over Roscoe's helmet, the beekeeper helmet. Like, no, come on, man. Number one for me. This is a no brainer. As soon as I saw the name of the movie, I'm like, oh, that's right. Bloodsport. Bolo Young's headband. Yeah, that almost did it for me, too. I had to leave it off, but that was a heavy consideration. At your risk. Mm-hmm. At your risk of leaving it off. I was like, hey, man, he got it. What a great headband. All I could think of is that scene where he's in the preliminaries, mm-hmm. where he, like, destroys this one dude and just, like, stares down Van Damme. Like, mm-hmm. He's like, just screaming like a maniac. Yeah, I just think of his tits. He's got real wide tits. Wide like that hat in Rhinestone. Dude, how do you get a peck that wide? What? exercise makes it wide like that no but some of it's got to be genetic in the fact that like he just has like a barrel chest naturally right and then i guess like you work out as much as he does what can they do they just have to shape up like a couple of shields on there Mm. bolo's headband's a great call all right oolis zach why don't you just go through your eight i've got eddie's hat and the golden child yep yeah that was on my list for sure. It had Carson Phillips wig. I got Hook's hat from Hook. Yeah. That's a good pirate hat, man. That was a big hat movie. Yeah. Big hat movie. A lot of hats. The scooter helmet from the Fanatic. This was also tough to, to keep off the list. It's the Danny DeVito hitman wig from Fled. The guy that shoots <laughs> shoots the, the stripper through the, the people. people. Yes. People hitman. That guy's wig is fucking nuts it's crazy it looks like that flashback episode of sunny where danny devito's like the young kid mm-hmm. the young version of him it's so good what do you have oh man okay so the pimp fantasy hat from soul man oh shit i forgot about that red crushed velvet it's got a white band and a feather that's a great call reverend sultan's turban yep in the great white hype he's got a purple one at the beginning that's a good call that's another one where it's kind of like the whole ensemble yeah is fantastic the giant's hat from Bloodsport, young frank dukes mm-hmm. oh. that gets cut <laughs> yeah the actual golden child's hat not just eddie's hat luis guzman has a kind of crocodile dundee hat in pluto nash this is as a group but the boys' golfing hats from Taken Two <laughs> when they're hitting the links. Bunch of bingos. So many bingos with so many hats. Yes. In Taken Two. Yeah, the Taken Two golf hats is a good call, man. I had the Halle Berry Catwoman mask. It's very awkward looking. It's very long. Mm, yeah. Nick Cage cowboy hat from Ghost Rider. It's kind of a swoopy blue, dark blue thing. Super dad hat. From Problem Child. Oh, yeah. There's a dad hat and a super dad hat. He's jealous because he wants the super dad hat. 
the bus for Jones top hat and the McCavity hat from Cats. No, man, come on. I didn't remember hats and cats, but then again, I don't remember cats. So I remember McCavity's hat. Yeah, they always have the ears poking out. That's the mm-hmm. you know, that's the cats thing. Drillbit Taylor, he's got a straw hat with buttons on it. He's also got like a Confederate general's hat that he wears at some point. I remember that. Yeah. Dean Kane's future sport branded Kangle. In future sport, he did have a hat. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> it's just got the name of the sport. Like, yeah, you'd imagine it just said basketball. <laughs> yeah, it's the Rob Lowe hat. I almost picked Wesley Snipes dreads <laughs> over K Fix. I almost threw that in there. Yeah, over K Fox chips and dip sombrero from Johnny Be Good. Oh man, what? <laughs> I didn't feel like I could put that on my list. Ben Affleck's leather daddy hat from Smoking Aces. <laughs> Almost Heroes had a lot of hats. Here's what I got. I got Robert De Niro's hat from The Fan, his San Francisco Giants hat. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones that have been mentioned, Kate Beckinsale, Jeff Bridges, Bane. Oh, here's one. Woody Harrelson's fedora and Now You See Me Too. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> and then from Master of Disguise, Constable Mueller's bowler hat. Nice. I don't remember that at all. Okay, hold on. I got you. Sounds like you want me to send you a picture of this hat. Joan Plowright and Queen Latifah both have some wild hats and bring it down the house. Plowright's got like a big purple one and then Queen Latifah has the red fedora. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about her hat. Yeah. Jesse and Chester's monogrammed berets from the end of Dude Where's My Car. Yeah, I thought about that. I was stunned, stunned that Zach didn't have this one on his list. It's probably because he had so many wigs. Brendan Fraser's yellow fedora from the end of Poison Rose. Dude, I was so sure it would be on. I was staggered that you didn't have that, Zach. I admittedly forgot it, but it would not have made my top five or my two OLIs. Polly's stupid pink hat from Teen Witch. Oh, stupid hat. David Spade wears the golden child hat in Grandma's Boy. Mm. Club Dread, they've got the big sombrero and then... Coconut Pete's captain's hat. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Rihanna. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought about Rihanna. Battleship. Thought about it. Bizarre. I don't even know what to call this. It's a very military hat. But no one else is wearing it. She's the only one. It seems like she got it custom or whatever. Maybe it's her lucky hat. Heart Condition. Heart Condition had two really funny hats. Did it? Teresa Randall, who's in it for three seconds, is the hostess at the restaurant with this flowery, feathery thing. I don't even know what to call it. That the restaurant with the shredded skid. Shredded skid. Skid. And then the police captain has this newsboy hat with a little poof ball on top. That's the golf hat, right? The golf hat. Oh, yeah. The guy that was like laughing at him being so racist. Yeah. Morgan Freeman's hat in Hard Rain. Oh, that was a great hat. Jonah Hill's purple hat and accepted, but that's really the outfit. (laughs) I forgot about Oh, now I'm mad. Yo, hold on. Let me amend my list. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle. You got to go, man. Wow. wow. Dave Chappelle's got to go, man. It's definitely making my top five outfits. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's a top five outfit. <laughs> Feather. You look like Carly Simon. Like a big one girl in the world. Ruby Carly Simon, you look like her. Then I went through all the Kangles. There's, There's a lot of Kangles. Jack Black's Kangle and... Envy, the yellow one, Cedric the Entertainer, Scribbles, Kangle, and Street Kings. Yeah. The OGs, Kangle, and Don't Be a Menace. And then the last one on my list was Brad Wesley's hat in Roadhouse. But yeah, man, a lot of hats out there. Make sure you're signed up for that Patreon, patreon.com slash count the dings. Send us your CT5 list for hats. 
or your CT5 suggestion in the Discord channel that you only get access to through the Patreon or send it on Twitter at TalkHoops, at Darth Amin, at Corn Puzzle, at Count the Dings, or leave it in an Apple podcast review as long as it is five stars. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.